WMT, episode number 21. My guest today is Cousin Dan, a.k.a. Daniel Scoggins, a.k.a. Skogdog. Um, if you have never uh, seen Cousin Dan or are unaware of Cousin Dan, just give you a real quick a real quick intro here into what you're about to hear about. Uh, Cousin Dan is a one-man show. Uh, keys, guitar, light-up stage, uh, uh yeah, lasers, uh, diamond-encrusted cod piece, and shoulder blades, um, uh, fans popping balloons on said cod piece. Uh, very, very interesting show. If you've, if you've never seen it, I would recommend, before you even listen to this, I would recommend going and checking out uh, some stuff. Actually, listen to this first, and then go check out some stuff. Uh, but anyway, catch all the stuff on YouTube, uh, Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. Cousin Dan. Uh, very, very entertaining show. He came down to uh, the Destin-Fort Walton area from Atlanta to do a two-night run. Uh, we had a very good time. Uh, threw down, for sure. Uh, we recorded this podcast on Saturday after the Coasters show at about 1 o'clock, and our brains weren't quite functioning, but uh, I think we got some good we got some good stuff out of him. I was very glad to have him here in the WIMT studio, and please help me with welcoming our friend, Cousin Dan. Like it was your twenty uh, first birthday last night. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Episode twenty one. Party like it was my twenty first last night. Uh, <laughs> hey everybody. <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, episode twenty one. Winty podcast. Uh, my my good friend uh, Daniel Scoggins. What's up? AKA cousin Dan. Man, the myth, the legend. AKA one third. Of Behind Bars podcast. Oh yeah, right away. Uh, Plugging in early, baby. What, what else? What else you got going? Well, you got. You have any other nicknames? Do people call you anything else? Cuzzo. Cuzzo. Yeah. <laughs> um, they used to call me Skog Dog in uh in high school. Skog Dog. I like yeah. Skog Dog. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. Mm, Asshole jerk. <laughs> you, you went to high uh, school in uh, Texas, right? Uh huh. Where Dallas? Dallas. Wasn't it yeah. Dallas? Yeah. Like Dallas proper? Yeah. Or? Mm-hmm. Like okay. Highlands High School. Yeah. R I S D, which is at Richardson. Uh, what was that? What was that like, man? Is they because they called you Skog Dog. So like, what? Yeah. Who, like, who'd you run with in high school? I I ran with uh, I kind of ran with a little bit of everybody. Yeah. You know, um, I was doing my own thing. I was you know. Uh, I wrestled for a while. I was more into skateboarding and art. Yeah. After I met in young music and, um, but I kind of got along with all the different kind of groups. Yeah. And then had my own couple of good friends and, um, so it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. I hated high school, but I was the same way. I was pretty much like into punk rock and skateboarding. Yeah. yeah. But we uh we we kick it with everyone. Yeah. Like we'd have parties and stuff. You'd, they like all the like the preps would be there and. Fucking preppy. A lot of rednecks too, but even the, even that they, they'd come and hang out too. Mm. So. You're from you're from right around here, right? Uh, I I moved here in uh, eighth grade. My mm. dad was military. I've lived all over the place, but uh. like this has been pretty much home. I've left I've left a couple times to come back, but this has been pretty much home. Yeah, yeah. since then. So uh, so you're back in Destin after a, a reasonably 
lengthy hiatus. That's true. Uh, probably, I mean, I think it's been three years since probably, you Probably, yeah. Sounds about right. Um, we did coasters last night. Mm-hmm. How, how was that? Um, I thought it was, I thought it was great. Yeah. Really. Uh, I thought it was fun. Um, you know, you never quite know what to expect mm-hmm. or, I mean, I have an idea of what to expect and I think that fell in line uh, with about what I, you know, mm. was thinking. Um, of course it could go one way or the other, but being there, see, seeing the bar, seeing the kind of people, what was going on, it felt good. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't, it wasn't too crazy, but people that were there, we're definitely getting down and mm. having, having a good time. And I got that, you know, 70-year-old man to oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. smash yeah. a balloon on the I was copies. like, come on. Come yeah. on, dude. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, <laughs> so so uh, I'm, I'm forgetting, man. Uh, I know you. A lot of people don't know you. So mm-hmm. let's explain why I call you Cousin Dan. Mm. Uh, you, are, you are not my cousin. No relation. Yeah. No. No. Let's, exp- let's explain Cousin Dan. Well, I'm a musician. Um and uh, I guess kind of a performance artist to a, a degree. And uh, my music monic- moniker is Cousin Dan. And that's uh, what I go by. And uh, it's, uh, if you you know see the show, you probably aren't going to forget it. Because there's no other, you know, how many times have you seen a dude with a mirrored cod piece? Getting balloons smashed on it by a seventy-year-old man. <laughs> Probably not a lot, you know. I wear, um, I, I I do my my show is kind of big and keeps you guessing, you know. It's like, what am I seeing right now? <laughs> kind of get a little uh, all over the place, and I think it's upbeat and fun and, yeah. you know, entertaining. Yeah, um, I uh, I mean, I can remember the first time I saw. I was introduced to Cousin Dan. Mm. Um, it was a uh, my my buddies in Greenhouse Lounge. You you opened up for them, and they posted a video of you doing Freebird, I believe. Mm-hmm. And immediately, I was like, "What? What is this?" And the th- I th- I think where you really have something with what you're doing is you make people feel things immediately. Mm. Whatever that might be, yeah. Because honestly, the first like two or three seconds I saw, it, I was like what the fuck is this? Like, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. And then like seven, eight seconds into it, I was like, this is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, I need to learn more about this. So then I uh, I, I stumbled. I was, yeah, I was like, fuck, I'm, I'm a fan. And uh, I stumbled on, uh, went over to YouTube, I think, and I saw your video for Already Home. Mm-hmm. And it had me cracking up, like, the whole thing. You just shot that from a laptop. Correct? First take, one take. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even. Uh, I need. I just had an idea because I had just made that song mm. and I was gonna. I was like, all right, I'll just put a picture on YouTube because I mean, this is back in 2010, and that to me seemed like um, I could put it on YouTube, which is like a picture in the background, and then I could send like post the link on you know to my friends or Facebook or whatever. Mm. And, uh, and so when I was going to do that, I was like, well, instead of just posting like a picture with the song, why don't I just do a little, I'm just like lip sync this walking around my house. And I was like, that'll be whatever it is. That'll be more entertaining than just a picture, you know? And so I did it and, uh, I had no plan really. I just started, I was just freestyling off that. 
and um, made that video. And I, uh, when I finished, I was on the backyard, you know, where it ends, and, mm. I, and I walked back upstairs and and I threw it in. Um, I threw the song in, you know, it's an iMovie, whatever, is what I made it on. Mm. And it just it, it synced up perfectly. I didn't even have to, like, m- nudge any of the audio. Mm. And uh, I was like, okay, that was cool. I'll I'll do a second take. And about 30 seconds in the second take, I was like, nope, first take was good. That, <laughs> that was like, and it's crazy to how, how that kind of happened and how that video um, was like a big kickoff for people yeah. into Cousin Dan with that song. Yeah. But it's really cool that it's like, I don't know, it just feels like he pulled it out of nowhere. You yeah. know what I mean? It was doing the one take with the idea and, and having it turn out um, like, like it, it just did. created itself, basically. Yeah. You know? And that's, I think, to me, what you're kind of talking about, like some of the spirit of, of Cousin Dan is reaching out and... Uh, giving people the like almost can like live vicariously through what I'm doing on stage to a, a certain extent because so many people have you know are uncomfortable with, with themselves or have anxiety or you know want to look cool or this and that and you see this dude that doesn't give a shit like go getting down <laughs> by himself leopard spandex dance floor smoke smashing balloons on his dick singing <laughs> songs and twirling microphones you're like wow that yeah that's like i feel like it, i feel like that is a, a reason why um you know little kids can can like it and 70 year old men can like it because it's like this spirit i think of yeah. what i'm trying to project and also with like the freebird thing is that like covering Freebird is the dumbest shit ever? <laughs> That's what people heckle you. That's the song they say, Freebird, yeah. play Freebird. Until in my mind, it's like, yeah, I'm gonna fucking play Freebird. <laughs> Someone ever sells, yells out Freebird? Like, I got you, boo. You know? Um, actually, I, I remember they did that at, uh, at the Funkies, and you're like, I'm about to appease you. Yeah. <laughs> and um, a friend of mine, this was a while back. Uh, he was like heckling me like during a show. I mean, not bad or anything, but he, you know, said, "Play Freebird." And uh, he says, "Guy in front of him, he's like, he's like, man, that's like, come on, man, that's not cool. This guy's, you know, like, what are you doing?" And then like I play Freebird, he's like, "Oh, you know, <laughs> he uh, got like it. he was like this guy had like it was his first time seeing me, and he's like he like was trying to have my back, you yeah. know, but guy like don't heckle him, man. He's you know, yeah, we're having fun." Man, I, you know what? Uh, you just touched on something that I've never thought of because, uh, of of course, I mean, I, you're in, you're in my relationship started because I was a fan of Cousin Dan. Mm. I was a fan of what you do, and I never, I never even thought about about really what like what attracted me to that. Like I just thought I thought number one, I thought it was I thought it was hilarious. I mm. thought the songs were good, mm. and I thought it was vibey. I thought you could dance to it. I thought you could groove. I thought it could make uh, white people who can't dance couldn't. You know, at least want to. At least want to. Yeah, yeah. But I never thought about it. it. Was like that dude's doing everything that uh that guys would want to do <laughs> on stage. Yeah. Like like I never thought about that. Like uh, you're doing stuff that I that I couldn't that I couldn't do but might want to. Like mm-hmm. I, I might want to get up on stage and that like I want to have girls pop balloons on my dick. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, yeah. like, I never I never thought about that before. Yeah. Uh, maybe that and and yeah, like that's even last night at that show like that that uh 
That seventy-year-old dude did not leave. Yeah. You had him captivated the whole he time, was there. Yeah. the whole hour. He was standing right there, and the uh, the people that were with him, they were like, uh, like probably like in their fifties, yeah. maybe their yeah, lower fifties. Yeah. yeah, and uh, they stayed there the whole time too, and smiles the whole time. And that's that's my favorite part of of a cousin Dan show uh, is when I when I can look at it from your view because all you do you just see a bunch of people out there it's just smiling the whole time. Like, mm-hmm. how does that make you feel? Feels great, yeah. You know, uh, definitely picking up on whatever energy and vibe of of the crowd and the size of the crowd mm. uh, really, I think, uh, affects my performance. On one hand, I'm gonna come out if I'm if I'm performing to ten people, I'm gonna go pretend like I'm performing to a thousand people. Mm-hmm. You know, and so in that aspect, I try I'm trying to always get it. You know, but. Uh, when you have like a great crowd and like you feel and their energy can really feed off of that and it mm. just makes you more into it. Yeah. Um, at least from my experience. Yeah. You know? Do you ever stop on stage and be like, how is this happening? Like, do you ever think that? No. Do you ever have like that moment of clarity? You know exactly like... how it's happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, it's, it's, uh, something I've, thought about a lot over the years as it's progressed and i feel like i've i've got a decent uh understanding Mm. from uh, with it from my perspective and from various other you know people's perspectives or the viewer's perspective Mm -hmm. uh because i've i've even had a handful of people um well one i guess one guy in particular came up to me after a show because people want to come in and do this so be like he's like hey man I saw you come out on stage, and you had those leopard spandex on, and I'm like, who the hell is this guy? He's just ready to hate me, you know? And um, and so this is after the show, and he says, and so, but, but he's like, man, but I get it. You totally won me over. This shit is the best stu- shit I've ever seen, you know? And I just had to tell you that. It's like he wanted to go out of his way to tell me initially when I, that he, he was pff, rolling his eyes. You yeah. Know? He's like... I'm I'm not gonna like this, and then to be able to f- uh, flip the script and win somebody over who's already got their mind made up. Yeah. Uh, there's like that's you know yeah, that's I feel like that went back to thing. what I just what I was yeah. saying about yeah. the video mm-hmm. that I first saw because mm-hmm. yeah at first I was like fuck this, and then yeah. within but very quickly you like that's got to be a pretty that's got to be a, a pretty awesome feeling as well. It is, and I feel like where that why that works is because. I am genuine about mm-hmm. what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to be something. I mean, I've created this this character, but it's like you can feel that like uh, that it's that it's real um, to me. Um, well, what's that I'm trying to say? Like it, it doesn't it doesn't feel like a guy like trying to pretend to be something he's not. You know, it's just like a. Uh, even though it like totally am, it's like oh, I'm just a fucking rock star. I'm mm. gonna I'm gonna put on all this shit and go be a rock star. It's like oh, and then hey, now I am. You yeah. know, um, but the I I really feel being genuine because you can see when someone's trying to do like something that someone else is doing. They're trying to emulate something. It's like yeah, it doesn't yeah, it doesn't quite hit. But I feel like I get up there and I'm wrenching it from deep inside. Mm. And you can't fake that, you know. Yeah, and I think that's part of. Uh, what people can appreciate if they can see that they're like, I want to hate this, but it's just too like, it's, I, you can get it because it's uh, 
because it's 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 coming from a real place. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it, it's it's fake, but it's not it, yeah. like it's fake, but it's real at the same time. It's, mm-hmm. like, it's, like, a, it's like a dichotomy, you know. Mm-hmm. Like you have, uh, you're obviously passionate about it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, what what's it? Um, going back to what you said, how you want to put the same show on for ten people that you do for a thousand, and you've mm-hmm. done both those shows. Mm-hmm. You played for a thousand people. You put you played for ten people. Yeah. What well, what's the difference like? Because a huge part of your show is the audience participation. So when you're when you're doing like a, you know, not to name drop and stuff, but you were direct support for like Lotus mm-hmm. at, a, at a sold out Georgia theater crowd, which what that I think Georgia theater holds a thousand, yeah, eleven hundred, like yeah, like nine, 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 nine to eleven hundred. Yeah. Like uh, so so I'm assuming there's a barricade there. I'm assuming there's probably ten feet between you and and the people maybe or, or I you know like they were closer. Yeah. Yeah. Is it different though? Like how does that show? Does the show feel different to you? Because I'm assuming at the Georgia Theater, they aren't popping balloons on you. Yeah, mm, I was definitely popping balloons. <laughs> I can't, I can't, It's it's been a while, I can't quite remember. Uh, and how does that room go? Because when you're playing for 10 to 20 people, uh-huh. or 30 or 40, uh, or like a funky blue shack, you're playing to 100, 150 or something, mm-hmm. those people are all there to see Cousin Dan. They're familiar with what they're getting. Yeah. Most of them. Yeah. A lot of them. Mm-hmm. They're familiar with the show they're getting. So so the surprise effect is almost not there in a room like that, but I feel like uh, in a room full of 1,000 people who are there to see Lotus, mm-hmm. and then you walk out, Yeah. how does that go? It usually really good. Yeah. Um, it uh, Which is fun, too, because even friends of mine uh, that have come to to shows and you know seeing say it was a good show and see people get down with like or they brought a friend that had never seen cousin dan and their friends like Dude, like you know are you seeing this and it's like my friends are like oh yeah i forgot this is great this is you know like <laughs> it's, awesome. it's like seeing someone experience cousin dan for the first time it's like uh is you know still um something mm-hmm. and playing doing that lotus show uh it was it was a lot of fun and like the crowd was great and very receptive and I just didn't, I just went out there and, and rocked my thing. And like I said, like people, how, uh, the energy matters. I'm going to, I'm going to try and put on a good show no matter what, but you can feel the energy in the room, you know? And I think that's kind of a, with doing that for 10 people or a thousand people, I think that there's something about, it's like, I'm going all the way no matter what, every time, you know? I, to a certain degree, mm. um, like if the show's not like vibing super hard, if I'm feeling that, it's like okay, I'm not gonna play these last two songs. I'm like, I'm gonna stop after this mm. one. You know, it's not if like depending if uh, if I'm gonna do that, I ha- I'm not like really stuck to a time constraint mm. um, to a, like a longer degree. But it's like all right, like nah, nah. Yeah, wasn't so that great. For have me. you bo- have you have you had a show bomb? No, no. Yeah. I've I've had fuck man. I've had um, things, you know, happen on on stage to have like I had to like restart my computer. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think um, you know some various things like that. I've never, I've never had a, I've never bombed at a show. I don't feel, mm. I don't feel like this is a show that it was like, man, that was. It's not bad. capable. It's not I'm, capable of bombing. It's <laughs> for me. It's it's um, it's not how you mess up. It's how you recover, mm. and it's how you how you dance that that line of being able to have b- control of people. You mm-hmm. know, if you get up there, I'm already up there as one dude on stage. And so I've got to be able to kind of, you know, do like 
let them know that I'm uh, I'm been, I'm running this ship, you know, mm. and and usually um, if people will have my back, um, like that show that I was telling you about last night, where I opened for Neon Indian. Mm, my sound check one guy plugged me he, he plugged me into one channel on the snake and then he plugged me into a different channel um when i was live for my guitar and it was like messing up and kind of like crackling in and out and like what's going you know what's going on dude and uh you know people in the crowd were like come on dad yeah i got this he's like fuck that sound guy i was like no man no. you know i was like no nah, man it's not his fault and but like they were like Want, they wanted uh, it almost made the show even a little better because yeah. we did get it figured out and then it's like yeah um, and it wasn't an insane long time to where it was you know uh, I feel like you deal. I feel like you have an advantage over other musicians I in that mm-hmm. your your character is so if something does go wrong on yeah. stage like you just make it part of the show yeah that's I say so not about what happens about your recovery yeah you know if you can. Like it, whatever happens, if you can like hold together and you get back going, mm-hmm. um, that's that's all that matters. When you get if you get frozen up there, um, or you know you're nervous, like oh uh, yeah, let people know what's wrong. It's you're gonna they're gonna pick up those vibes. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you're freaking out inside, because when I had to restart my computer one time, that was like a variety playhouse show, for yeah. like another huge crowd, uh, and it's like oh. Hold on a second, guys. You know, open my program again. Yeah, well, because if, if you lo- if you lose that, you lose um, you, like that's like four fifths of your channels, right? Yeah, like you're pretty much running from that. Oh yeah, that's everything. Yeah. I mean, like there's no songs without the com- without my yeah. computer running the tracks. Yeah. yeah, and your voice your voice is going through that too, yeah. right? Right, right. Except for my talk box. Uh, yeah. Um, and so I did like while it's like restarting, I did go like grab that talk box mic and you know mm. tried to smooth kill a little bit of time before yeah uh, uh, while it opened again yeah so um so man we've had you uh, this is probably uh for the last four and a half years we had you in, in destin quite a few times mm-hmm. um i think like three or four times we brought you down yeah um what's your what's your take on our town man wow but um <laughs> as an as an outsider who uh and and also just a little background before before you answer that question, mm-hmm. um, the first time cousin Dan came to Destin, uh, he was pretty you, you probably you already had kind of like a status here, like you your first show had I, I mean that room was full yeah probably like 150, 150, 200 people in that small room yeah I don't know um, about two hundred but you yeah know, it was the it was, it was yeah <laughs> there was yeah it was 2000 you know in um, destin no one does that yeah dude it was it whatever well, i don't know uh, what, what so so when you pull into your first time when you pull mm-hmm. into what were you, what were your thoughts the first time you get there and uh as you see the room start to fill up and and all that kind of thing in a town you've never been in mm. uh, a market you've never played right. it's not even really a market destin really isn't even a market that people tour yeah uh, what's that, what's that like and what's your take on the town Okay, that was like, uh, at that point, I was um, really, you know, getting down. And he hit me up, and I got some good guarantees, and I was doing that full time. And I was like, I'm just playing shows. I'm playing shows, like, like a lot. And uh, so it was kind of just a, a 
I'm going to come down here and see what's up. I didn't necessarily have any expectations because I didn't, I never, I may have been here like when I was a kid or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I got here and, you know, uh, got the funky blues shack. And um, I'd say the vibe like, of the place um, was, I wouldn't say, I wasn't, I wouldn't say I was like disapp- disappointed or anything, but like it seemed maybe a little, you know, uh, a little, kind of corny with uh with all like the sea nets on the walls and the um the you know like paddles and things hanging down from the ceiling mm. like a tourist kind of thing you know and it's like this bar restaurant kind of like you know what is it um but the stage was uh was decent and uh the sound was a decent size and the sound was good and then this when the show started um and like people were getting down, having fun. And that's like I said, it's like, all right, it's on now. And one thing that, um, I, uh, I think I told you last night is first time I came down here, I sold all my merch and that was crazy because say I play shows around Atlanta or something, maybe I'll sell a t-shirt, you know, if I have them, but I came down here, I sold like 25 shirts. And that was like, that was one of the more like, Whoa, Oh, Okay, this is this some shit going on yeah, here. You know, fans. these people like this. These people <laughs> like me already. You know, I remember a guy came up to me. He had ripped. Uh, he showed me a playlist. He had ripped uh, YouTube audio from like some YouTube videos from stuff that I hadn't put out because he wanted to listen to it and put it. He had it on his phone. He was like, "Yeah, dude," and uh, he's like, basically like. He's like, look, I stole your music, you know. Like, <laughs> but he, he didn't see like, thanks, a, man. No, no, well, yeah, but it's not, I, I didn't have any of it. I was just like, that's awesome, you know. You're gonna take time and do that because you, you you like this stuff. And uh, but uh, I would say the the people here have been really cool. It definitely seems like, I mean, a certain you know, we're in Florida, so there's a certain uh, you know, and uh, being on the coast, like there's types of people mm. um, where where you have like. I feel like I see down here a lot of the kind of like heady, like, you know, EDM bass uh, type folks. Mm. And then you have, you know, well, everyone loves to drink and you have a lot of tattoos going on. And uh, um, also a little bit of maybe like Rasta vibes, you yeah. know, here guys with beards and, and, <laughs> and beanies and shit. And uh, um, so, I mean, it's kind of like a, I think a mix of that, um, beach town mm-hmm. vibe yeah. you know yeah it's it's always interesting for me to hear uh what people think from the from the outside people that aren't from people that aren't from here um a uh, little side story before we came here um we, we weren't feeling we weren't feeling the best so we wanted to go get some food real quick mm-hmm. and uh we walk into uh to a local pizza spot to get a pizza to go and the speaking of like Rasta kind of looking looking dudes, old Rudy at, at the place we were we walk in. I don't even know Rudy. Shut up. Was and Rudy heady? Rudy was heady. Yeah, Rudy was pretty heady. But uh, he's like, "What's up, dude?" He's like, "Did you go to cousin Dan last night?" And I was like, uh, "Yeah, dude." <laughs> <laughs> and like Dan's right behind me, and uh, like I was just kind of I was kind of thrown by it because I was like, "Why'd you ask? Why'd you ask me that question, dude?" I don't even. I don't even know you, but it turns out he was a fan from the Funky shows, I guess. Yeah. So, world, worldwide, man. Yeah, I actually, <laughs> I actually ran into a guy when I was loading out last night, and uh, he was like, "Yeah, hey, cousin Dan," and I was like, "Yeah, man, what's going on?" And he's like, "You, you, you know, you're in town?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm playing 
I played here tonight. I'm playing Funkies tomorrow. They, oh, I got to work, man. But like, oh, dude, I love your stuff. They're like, hey, are you going to be here on on Sunday? And uh, and I was like, no, nah, I'm probably going to be driving back on Sunday to Atlanta. And he's like, dude, my, you know, we're having our, uh, uh, where I work, it's like Christmas party. And we're doing karaoke. And like, if you came, you know, it's like employees only thing. But like, if you came to karaoke, it would be crazy, man. <laughs> you know, I was like, all right. Well, I was like, well, if I'm around on Sunday, maybe I'll come I see you. I wonder who it was. You know? <laughs> What it uh, is a guy, um, kind of a bigger dude, worked at uh, long hair, he worked at uh, Burrito Del. So, okay, uh, all right. Yeah. Uh, oh shit, I wonder if that was Lauren. <laughs> Lauren, yeah. Lor- yeah, but yeah. Lauren was at, Lauren doesn't work at Burrito Del. Oh, yeah, no? right, he just hangs out over there. Oh, did you see they got Baja Fogs on the, the cantina menu? Shout out to Lauren Hale. Lauren Hale was on our podcast oh, like, yeah. what, mm-hmm. like six episodes ago. Uh-huh. And he's talking about Baja Fog. You know what a Baja Fog is? Baja Fog. They take a Corona and they've got that space in the neck and they yep. just fill it with tequila. Oh. Call them Baja Fogs. Oh, and we... this dude just pounds Baja Fogs. <laughs> we, there's actually a, a, a thing in Atlanta called the Grizz, which is uh, baby Coronas and with tequila in the neck. And those are like three bucks and you... Um, they're called the Grizz, and that's that's um, local to uh, this uh, burrito spot called El Mir. Uh, it's like a bar that everyone goes to, and uh, so yeah, I guess that's like. But so those are full Coronas, you mean? Yeah. yeah okay, that's that's Baja Fog. Yeah. Not to remember that, but yeah, the Grizz, man. That's that the only right place now. that I oh. think. I can't even talk uh, about that, right? I can't even well, think about a Corona with a shot of tequila in it right now. You're going to die in your own yeah, vomit. Yeah, I'm going to die that. that. <laughs> my wife will have to save my life again. Yeah. Uh, cousin Dan, uh, the first time I ever heard about Fireball. Yeah. Was, I, I claim bringing that down. I'm yeah. the one that brought Fireball down to uh, to Destin Yeah, for he came up yeah. to me. He was like, yeah, I had never heard of Fireball. Uh, he came up to me. He's like, hey, man, can I get a shot of Fireball? I was like, how do you make it? <laughs> and he's like, no, it's like a, it's it's like a like a whiskey, like a cinnamon whiskey. He's like, dude, I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, I've never heard of Fireball ever. Mm-hmm. And then before you know it, six months later, mm. well, next time yeah. I came down, you're like, we got Fireball. <laughs> 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 and uh, and uh, I, I guess this has ruined my life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I I will I I don't drink that shit anymore. No, really. I liked it for a while just because it was you know. Cinnamon whiskey really didn't exist, at least yeah. on uh, any level. They're like, what? you know, and now everyone, Jack, Jack has theirs, and whoever else, how many other, you know, whiskeys are all doing cinnamon shit. And I think everyone I know who drinks has probably got a horror story that involves Fireball. Yeah, because you're, it's just so easy to drink. Right, but it gets to a point it's just, where it's too sugary. Yeah, you know, and like, and. It, it that's it's the thing though it's nice and easy to 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 shoot dangerous mm. yeah so um but yeah man so that's yeah my contribution to to destiny is fireball you're welcome yeah, <laughs> yeah fuck you yeah sorry <laughs> um so uh let's talk about your podcast a little bit man all right uh, um it's new mm-hmm Started uh, what like late November, something like that. Yeah, something like um, mid November. Tell, tell the people about it, man. Okay, so it's called Behind Bars, and it's myself, uh, rap sensation, underground hip hop sensation, Jaron Benton, 
and uh, our buddy Flick James. And it's uh, basically us hanging out, getting a little, getting a little twisty, bruh, <laughs> um, uh, at the bar in my basement. And uh, and um, we, you know, are just hanging out, talking shit, telling some stories. We're getting it. We're just getting it going. And uh, uh, I think we're gonna start having some guests soon. Mm. But um, it's a fun. It's I think it's pretty fun listens. You said you listened to the first episode. I did, yeah. And podcasts can be a thing. It's like well, you want like want to listen to a podcast like of a guy you know, kind of not really. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, I know this person, or it sounds like. Um, but I've had friends and things listening. Like like, hey, you know, if it sucks you in, uh, that's great. It means you're doing something. Uh, something right, you know. Yeah. If your friends will, will want to listen to you talk yeah. more than they already have to, you know. Um, so we have a lot of fun with it. We get a little crazy, a little. I mean, it's like some X-rated shit in there. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's all in good spirits, and I think um, we got four episodes out right now. Fifth one is is recorded, but we haven't put it out yet. And uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep them going. So you should check it out. Yeah. At uh, behind bars, oh, behind bars is the what the podcast is called. Email us behind bars podcast at gmail dot com. We got people sending us emails about uh, um, how much they love cats. A lot of li- a lot of these dudes want like to push their rap ca- careers. Cause a lot of Jaren, Jaren's oh, fans. I didn't even think about that, bro. It's insane. I didn't even think about yeah. that. You like, probably check have... me on, man. Listen to my mixtape. Check this out. Check yeah. That out. And uh, they're like young, young, like young, like white dudes. Uh-huh. They're like all want to be rappers. Yeah, know? fuck. Um, what? How does Jaron hand? Does he even listen to it? I mean, it's been for fucking ever. It's been like going on yeah. with him. You know? Yeah. So, you know, uh, and actually, we actually talked a little bit about that in one of uh, mm-hmm. our recent episodes about people that like handing out their mixtapes and stuff and uh flick said he's like met a guy i mean you're familiar with that people are like, you listen to hip hop you know, check out my yeah. mixtape yeah, five, yeah, yeah, yeah. five bucks you know basically like like a polite way of asking for five dollars for mm-hmm. some stranger on the street yeah you don't want to it's all over it. atlanta yeah yeah every time we go to 420 fest every year we always get a couple fucking yeah offers to buy some, buy some mixtapes mix yeah mm-hmm. um but uh yeah man we've been having a we've been having a lot of fun with it mm. mm-hmm um, yeah, Jaren, uh, Jaren was telling some story about, like, throwing a guy off a bridge. Shit. He pushed a guy off a bridge. Yeah, he pushed and it was kind of a, see, and it, <laughs> yeah, he, uh, okay, it was an accident, it was an accident. Um, so, uh, yeah, we, we I think this is the second episode we talk about this, but, uh, it was, Jaren was hanging out, he was trying to impress this girl, which is this kid's, like, sister. And he's, like, he's, like, 12 years old mm-hmm. now at this point, you know? And he said the kid, uh, I guess he's probably mad. He's just like talking to his sister, and he like hit Jaron, you know. And so Jaron uh, uh, started coming at him, or pushed him, or and the guy um, ended up falling off this bridge. Like he didn't, it wasn't his intention to push him off a bridge and be like "fuck you." Um, it just like almost like he, the, like he was coming at him. The guy like you know backed up and fell accidentally mm. you know um 
or he he might have he shoved him, but he was not intending to throw <laughs> Kyle. Yeah, I'm gonna teach like, you, motherfucker. Yeah, he's like, yo, I'm gonna see you in you know sixth grade tomorrow. <laughs> you know, like this is not he's not like a vicious <laughs> or hell. vicious dude. <laughs> I'm see yeah. you in hell. But yeah, right. <laughs> um, but he uh, he, he's not a. Uh, a vicious dude he's mm. you know but it's it's a crazy story you know yeah. he said he's all fucked up and you know bleeding and ambulance came and shit <laughs> what happened Jaron threw me off the bridge <laughs> yeah dude you gotta hear a story about PCP man he smoked PCP when he was 15 and shit is nutso what, what, which episode is that on I'll two. listen to him all, man. Two. I'll get to it. It's on two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Was I that first hear. one? That one was on the first one. I'll but, listen to yeah. anyone talk about hitting PCP at 15. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what, well, one see, of the it, ones it I'm started is they were going to, They it started off, they were going to, they were going to uh, start selling crack. It's like where this story begins. <laughs> <laughs> Him and some homies, we're going to, we're going to start selling crack, you know? And, and there was a big homie that knew how to make it. And, uh, so they like pulled together a hundred bucks and like, I mean, you have to, you know, I should listen to this, uh, check it out, but it's crazy. I gotta, I can't even imagine the thought. Yeah. I'm going to sell crack. Yeah. Like, let's do it at 15. <laughs> let's make yeah, some money. Man. Let's sell some crack. They did some hood shit, dude. <laughs> yeah. Crack it up. Man, you were, uh, on, man, on the way, on the way to the podcast, we, uh, Dan and I drove together. And uh, we held hands all the a, way. Yeah, there was a uh, Bon Jovi Christmas song. Oh yeah, all right. And but then uh, you were telling me about another one, Brad Paisley and LL Cool J's. Yes, accidental racist. Can you can nice. you look this up? I've not heard it, and I was like, we gotta we gotta listen to that on the podcast. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> Should not exist. This is like alternate re- universe shit. Like I, I guess probably on YouTube would probably be the best way to do it. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Brad Paisley that's a is that a country guy yeah apparently okay. yeah 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 maybe uh, has the right name right Brad Paisley a little cool J accidental racist yes this is, this is real yes it's real so okay so before we do it set it up this is a a real song this is a real song that I don't know how the, I don't know how the fuck anybody thought this was a good idea to get LL Cool J in a it's like and and Brad Paisley, country singer, to come together to cure racism, basically, I think oh, is... Oh, that's what this is? Uh, yes. Yeah, I mean, I think that was their idea. It's like, come on, let's forget our differences, you know? Yeah, I get that you're a little racist, and, you know... Oh, God, gee, dude, you just got to hear it. It's Listen to the words. Oh, my God, it's insane. What, what year... Does I mean, it say the publishing probably year? Probably 2013, okay. 14, okay. 15, I don't know. Uh. Kill that intro. It's a long fucking song. It's like six minutes. Yeah, man. This is, you can't get cure racism in any less than in six minutes. Starbucks down on me. I hope you understand. When I put on that t-shirt, the only thing I meant to say is I'm a skinner fan. 
He's talking about the Confederate flag. His T-shirt. Yeah. This is deep. Just a proud rebel son with an old can of worms. Looking like I got a lot to learn. He's like, I'm dumb. And a redneck in races, I guess. That's right. This is a real song. Yes, dude. Wait till LL Cool J's part comes in. Okay? Yeah, this is real as fuck. This is brutal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like slavery That was kind of <laughs> Not cool It's not my fault <laughs> Nope They sure didn't I really want to say The N-word But I gotta walk on eggshells <laughs> Caught between Southern pride and Southern Blame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, LL Cool J's about to rip this up. They called it reconstruction. And maybe you should, like, fast forward a little bit to LL Cool J's part. Oh, my. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I think after this hook, he's... Yeah. Still paying. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't me. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. See how that hip hop beat just. Uh huh. Dear Mr. White Man, I wish you understood what the world is really like when you're living in the hood. Just because my pants are sagging doesn't mean I'm up to no good. Oh, okay. You try to get to know me. Really wish you would. Yeah. Now my chains are gold, but I'm still misunderstood. I wasn't there when Sherman's march turned the south into firewood. I want you to get paid, but be a slave. I never could feel like a newfangled jangle dodging invisible white hoods. So I see that white cowboy hat, I figured it's not all good. I guess we're both guilty of judging the cover, not the book. I'd love to buy you a beer, conversate and clear the air. But I see that red flag, and I think you wish I wasn't here. Oh, listen, listen to this next line. Listen to this next line. Oh, oh, damn. Did we miss it? <laughs> Don't judge my gold chains and we'll forget about slavery, guys. Yeah, here, keep listening. Oh, that's right. Yeah, baby. Look. This is all Quite frankly, I'm a black Yankee, but I've been thinking about this lately. Ooh. Oh, well. Yeah, man. There's one line. Yeah, pass is the pass. Feel me? That's black guy said it. It's we, cool. We should, yeah, we should say that. Yeah. Yeah, bygones be bygones, It's not like you called your mom fat. Yeah, man. It's the bygone, <laughs> dude. Oh, fuck you. R.I.P. Robert E. Lee. But I gotta thank Abraham Lincoln for freeing me. 
<laughs> yeah. R.I.P. Robert E. Lee. Yeah. Oh but I gotta thank Lincoln for freeing me. Whoa. Oh. Yeah. How does that only have a million views? It's probably been like they probably like thought it, knew it was a bad idea and took it down and people just to keep uploading it or something. Oh my god. Isn't I mean it's 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 everything and more than you could ever think. Yeah, I you know? Think that was Y'all, hey, black people out there, let bygones be bygones, <laughs> all right? Don't, <laughs> don't, judge, don't judge my gold chains, chains and I'll hey, forget the iron chains. Hey, yo, if you for, if y'all forget, yeah, yeah, don't judge my gold chains and we'll forget the iron ones. Wow, that does not sound like a very good deal, you know? Hey, basically, like, don't see me, my sagging pants, as, like, I'm gonna rob you because I'm black and, you know, he's got gold chains and, and we'll just forget about slavery, yeah. Uh, just don't look at me for uh, Realistically, what are the chances of either of those two things happening independently? <laughs> like, 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 what are the chances Pat, of hey. scared white people not seeing someone that looks like that yeah. and, and being frightened to fucking death? Yeah. <laughs> and, and what's the chances of someone that, that, you know, that would be wearing that, like an LL Cool J or something like that, looking at a white person not being like, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> you know? right, right. I can't believe I missed it. He's like, so, hey, I... Is it cool to wear Confederate flag stuff again now after the song oh, is out? Man. Yeah. If you're just a Skinner fan. Hey, right. I'm just a Skinner fan, dude. I won't judge your gold chains if you don't, you know, if you forget about slavery. There, and then he talks these, about the news these interviews. There's all these interviews with the... Uh, I've got to watch this later. It's like, horrible, gotta yeah. Go, they got to go talk about this song. Yeah. I can't believe you missed it's, this. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, tell everyone. Motherfucker's on Ellen. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying, and it also this I video has blew up on them. I think it has eight thousand, it has eight thousand thumbs up and three thousand thumbs down. Yeah, and I'm not sure which one I give it. <laughs> I give it, dude. Yeah. I'm giving it thumbs up I'm not all sure, the way. I'm not sure where I stand. Yeah. I don't know if this is the best piece of content I've ever seen, or the, quite possibly. Well, I would say with the amount of joy and laughter it's given me, and <laughs> and just the sheer uh, shock of its existence and the fact that they're taking it seriously it thumbs up i want to know what it was like in the studio probably like like hey hey man i'm gonna say a bunch of racist shit no but then you just come in and and rap about it no but he's like (laughs) trying to he's like trying to be like hey i get it you know they're trying to bring it together you know uh uh, and you're trying to be like, look, you know, just because we're Skinner fans doesn't mean we're racist. And it's like, ah, oh, don't blame me for my ancestors. <laughs> um, but it's, I think their intent is to like crush the divide between black and white relations. Yeah. And uh, uh, I feel they succeeded. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look where we are now. You know, you know what? I didn't even Basically think about solved. that. I, d- I didn't even think bygones. about that. I'm over if it. I, if I had a black guest in here and I played that for him, we'd be sitting here dying laughing. I mean, and we would guys? be we would be bonding over it. <laughs> like so maybe yeah. Maybe that maybe that was their intent. I don't think no. Well, <laughs> okay, I don't think they're that smart, man. No, they you know. Smart at all. Um, I uh, I think they thought that was a good idea and I don't know who told them. Yeah, what, like that. Just was like, yes, Brad Paisley and little Cool J. Yeah, solving racism in six minutes, man. Yeah, Whew. yeah. I wonder who wrote that shit. There's no way they. Yeah, wrote who's that. the songwriter? There's I no don't know. I think they did. I bet they did. They probably got together. They're probably just both 
dummies and they're like, yeah, man. Saw them back. They're like backstage at some, you know, music thing. They're like, what's the deal with races today? Racism. He's like, yeah, man, I'm over it. How about you? And he's like, yeah, what's up? You got a, <laughs> I got gold chains. You got a Confederate flag on your chest. Let's be friends. We're both out you of know, touch. We should, fuck. <laughs> I think we really got a lot to say. I yeah. really, really got a lot to say. How Let's many millions of dollars do you have? <laughs> uh, about 22. How many you have? 27. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Christ. Yeah, that was wonderful. Thank you for mm-hmm. sharing that. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. I'm glad uh, to, uh, you know, now now you've brought, brought Fireball, Fireball and uh, <laughs> Accidental Racist. Yeah. And then song Accidental Racist? It's like, I didn't mean to be. I just accidentally am. That's the title of the, the, title yes, of the song? Accidental is Accidental Racist. Ra- 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 oh, then that's yes. got to be, they had to have done that on purpose. Then it's got to be awkward on purpose. No, dude, it's not. Because that song is so it's accidentally not. racist. No. There's, it's the accidental racist that it's, it's, <laughs> is that he a was g- born into it. Like, it was their, yeah. their ancestor. They were, yeah. It's not my fault. Yeah. I was just born into this oh, shit. Oh, my God. Right. I'm just a Skinner fan. I didn't I didn't know it was, it was an accident. I just like, the flag looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> Accidentally. Oh, man, well, I wonder what all Cool is doing now. You should, you should have Jaron reach out to him. Oh, me and Jaron, we should make a new one, a new version, maybe. Yes, I have a black friend yes. who's a rapper. <laughs> yes, I'm a songwriter. Yes, cousin Dan and Jaron Benton. I think. Uh, uh, purposeful racist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Intentional racist. Um, no, he does do a really it. great. He does a really great. Uh, and actually, I think we do have a. a, a it, it's nice having you know Jaron is our black guy and two white guys. We get we get uh, different perspectives because he's asking us. He's like, "Hey man, let me ask y'all this: as a white, you know, as white dudes, do you ever la 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 la?" And like we can have our you know conver- conversation, or it's like, "Yeah, man, black people this or or uh, or I'm not saying that, but like, um, it's it's a good." Like we can ask each other questions that you wouldn't really normally be able to ask, mm. like just someone that you're not like homies with, you yeah. know. Um, and he he does a really you know great white guy voice impression. Mm. Well, not, I don't think great. It's really it's it's ridiculously <laughs> over the top. But um, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit him up and see if we can uh, you know, if we can top accidental racist. I think our, you could yeah. intentional yeah. racist. Yeah. Maybe uh, uh, I'll go blackface. He'll go whiteface. <laughs> he'll he'll sing like the white guy, and I'll rap. You know, that'd be awesome. Got it. There you go. I, I think, think we're really on to something. Have a hit, dude. Really you know, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think we I think we got this. Yeah, and I'll be like, you know, hey, past is the past. You know, <laughs> you can go on Ellen. Explain yourself. Uh, bygones be bygones, Ellen. You see, <laughs> see, um, <laughs> one year. It's like you say bygones be bygones for slavery. How does that? <laughs> How does that even like, man? Bygones be bygones. Bygones be bygones. It's like you keyed someone's car, you yeah. know, because they broke up with you and they were a dickhead or cheated on you or something. You're yeah. Like, hey, right. man, we're cool. Bygones be bygones. Yeah. Bygones. I like, appreciate your apology. <laughs> yeah. Get bygones, man. Um, this this picture right here actually, uh, I was I was Tebow Christ for Halloween. Okay. Half Tim Tebow, mm-hmm. half Jesus Christ. And I won a Jaeger machine. Like, I won the costume contest, nice. won a Jaeger machine. And then the next night, I went out, and I wasn't even going to dress up. I was managing Mellow Mushroom at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was just going to, there was a show going on. I went out the night before, did the costume contest. Well, anyway, I, I brought my costume just in case. 
And we were at Mellow Mushroom. It was on a Sunday night, so most of the people had their Halloween parties like on Friday or Saturday. Yeah. We were the only place that did a Sunday night ha- Halloween party, so it was fucking packed. Like, um, So I'm kind of working a little bit, doing whatever, and all of a sudden someone comes up and gets me like, Jared, we need you outside. And I was like, fuck, someone fighting? What? what like, what's going on? Mm. And they said, there's protesters. I said, excuse me? They're like, there's protesters. So I walked outside, and there were... Uh, there were six Bible protesters out there holding up uh, Bible verses and stuff. Yeah. Telling, telling all of us. It's actually on YouTube, actually. The, you can look it up. If you look up uh, Tebow Christ Superstar, you can see it. <laughs> and, um, and anyway, they're holding up, and they're like, the Bible says. So I was like, oh, this is too good. I'll be, I got something for you guys. I'll be right back. So I got my backpack, went inside the bathroom, put on my Tebow Christ costume, got a loaf of bread, and a glass uh, of wine, and uh, I went out in front of him and started having like a football match, like throwing my loaf of bread, yeah, like a football and shit. Yeah. And uh, but I, but anyway, getting back to like the accidental racist thing. At the end of that, like I just thought how perfect that was for my costume. But what if those guys were in costume? It was Halloween, right? They probably were. Why? What? Are they, why were they? What were they? Well, I thought you were going to say they were. Pro- I thought you were going to say they were protesting like your, your costume. No, they were protesting like, Halloween. Oh, Halloween is the devil's holiday. At, right, that's true. No, they were real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I thought you could, like how, you could tell. I think you could tell. Yeah. But what I was saying, and then I talked. Well, are they going to the mellow mushroom? To like, yeah. hey, put your pizza down and go to hell. Well, and yeah, I, well, I walked up to him to talk to him because that's I came from that background, not like that. Sure, but I like you. I yeah. understand, I understand what they're trying to get across. Yeah, to so, degree. I, so I came up to him, and meanwhile, I. I like part of me didn't realize like I was dressed like Christ, mm. um, but I, uh, but I walk up to him and I'm like, and I was like, hey dude, on a real note, like, no one here is harming anyone. Uh, we're 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 having a good time, you know. Whatever he was like, what would Christ think of the way you're mocking him right now, and 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 what's going and what you're doing in there? I was like, to be honest, man, I think he'd probably, uh, I think he'd probably come inside and join us and enjoy himself. Like that's how he did it. Yeah. That was his thing. Yeah. Like he didn't like he was never coming up to try to separate himself from other people sure. and you know he hung out with those people. You know? And it was definitely. Yeah. It, but I mean, it was funny. Those people with their virtuous you know reasons and mm-hmm. protesting they're they're mentally disturbed. Yeah. Or they're really trying to um you know like hide their own shittiness over telling everyone else they're going to hell. Mm. So you see all those pastors and everything that are super anti-gay, then it's like, oh, now you're smoking meth and banging boy prostitutes. Yeah. Um, uh, Ted Haggard. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen uh, Jesus Camp? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. He was in that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Um, There's actually a documentary that they did with him um, after. He was was totally ostracized, you know, from where he was at. And I almost felt sorry for the guy because he was just gay. And... Had and, and like shoved it down, shoved it sound down, and hit it for so long, and then you know at a point couldn't anymore, mm-hmm. and he probably you know like that's probably where the meth came in to where he had to like do some fucking hard drugs to like let out his uh, yeah you know uh, shit that had been pent up and but it's just crazy to see people that are so railing against something so hard it's like. You're this. There's something else going on with mm-hmm. you. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, and and man, we're in uh, we're in Trump country here. Oh yeah, hardcore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he just came uh, to Pensacola, oh. um, a week ago to to fucking campaign for Roy Moore. Wow. Uh, like, how'd that go? Uh, okay. It's a joke. Cause they, we're lost. They've hijacked. Yeah, they've hijacked. 
they've hijacked Christmas though. Ooh. It's a thing now to where like, like the, saying the Merry Christmas is like saying make America great again. Like nah, at the, if you nah. look at no dude if you I swear to God if you pull up pictures from the follow, fucking uh, I'm not gonna a, adhere to that they they have though like Who? it's a thing the Who? fucking right they uh the, if if you look at uh, Trump's his thing they're holding up like at a game when it's like someone holds up the capital letter D mm-hmm. and then the fence in the crowd they're holding up a C an H an R like they're rah rahing Christmas yeah. Because, well, it's this whole, I feel like this, that whole Fox News narrative, this war on Christmas, yeah. and you have to say happy holidays, and you can't say Merry Christmas. The fuck out of here. Yeah. If yeah, someone said happy Hanukkah, hostage, man. What? Don't hold it hostage. Well, but right, but just don't pay attention to that. Yeah. Who cares? If I'm going to say Merry Christmas to someone and then want to get angry about it, I would, okay, sorry. Yeah. Happy holidays then. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, I feel like that the internet and things like that, they really like boost this stuff mm-hmm. up to make it like that's that's so dumb to uh, to even waste your time arguing about saying merry christmas or happy holidays and who who cares like yeah and people want to act like in, in the same i think it's a similar thing with with um um a boy who's you know kneeling at the nfl shit mm-hmm. with the national anthem yeah and you know his thing is i'm trying to bring attention to uh, the brutality and uh, killing of unarmed black people, and every all the you know white right people are like, he hates the military, he hates freedom, and he hates our country. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, all right, this guy, like, that's what America is. He's doing the most American thing yeah. you can do is by expressing your freedom of speech. For one, and but why is not why does the national anthem have to be in a football game anyways? It's a fucking game, mm-hmm. entertainment. Yeah. Like most dudes are fucking, you know, uh in the beer line, like jingling their dick off and well, <laughs> like dri- dribbling their dick off in the bathroom like, "Oh, game's about to start." <laughs> you know, no one cares about that. Can we do the national anthem before your show tonight? Yeah. Can we just play accidental racist? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I'll have Dustin put it down before you come on. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that. You know, I think that's. Oh we might need God. to think about that a little bit. I, I don't. I don't think it Dude, would. Dude, have read. you heard this? this is accidental racist, bro. <laughs> not sure. Not sure it would read. Well, uh-huh. uh, but there's um there, there's a shop just a block away from here. They sell boats. It's a bo- it's a boat store. They sell boats, mm-hmm. and on their marquee it says, "We say Merry Christmas here." Right, it's what it says. Because they're on being their told, it's they're being told. They're in their microcosm. Why, why not just say Merry Christmas on your sign? Who just say Merry Christmas. That? Fucking, I don't want to say the it's, name of the I business. Wanna, it's right. I'm not gonna tell. I'm not gonna put it on here. I don't want people from Destin. It's because people are angry, you know, uh, yeah. and and they feel they're being fed all this kind of information that there's this war on Christmas and and the Jews are taking over and whatever it is, you mm-hmm. know, we don't like black people. We love Trump and. Whatever these people in their minds, and they're like, "Yeah, we say Merry Christmas here." Yeah, <laughs> so that's, that's so what they've Merry done. Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, it's like, yo, they're just angry and looking. They're frustrated and angry and 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 lashing out because they don't under can't understand their own perspective and and like how to really deal with what is going on. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's such a trivial thing, and it's this is weird how things are these days. I mean, with. With Trump, even back to the, the first day of the inauguration numbers and the shit show that has come, it's like a constant battle royale of every day, like mm-hmm. what's new and what's going on. And these people um, that are going to say, we stay Merry Christmas here. It's like whatever news and shit they're listening to, 
is basically brainwashing. Yeah. And they're they're the idiots. Do you talk to your parents is. about politics at all? Um s- some where do, where not really, they they're it? not I mean, they voted for Trump, yeah. but they're not but it was it was not like out of necessity. It's because Hillary is the, the worst candidate. She's like, because yeah. my parents are Republicans. They're mm-hmm. not racist people. They're nice. Yeah. They're nice people. And that's what you say. It's like a, a, everyone that uh, it's like if you voted for Trump, then you're this. And like that's not that's not how it is either. It's yeah. Like Hillary Clinton has way too much baggage. Yeah. And was a shit candidate, and is probably is criminal. And for, I don't know, she's probably had people fucking murdered and shit. Whatever. Yeah. But so they can vote for her, and so. From now on, uh, uh, I'll, history really, Republicans just toe the line. Whoever's the Republican candidate, the, the conservative guy—that's who they vote for. Mm-hmm. You know, and they love George Bush. I mean, for, we're from Texas, you know. And George yeah. Bush, and this funny, crazy people are not like, man, George Bush was cool, man. Let's get him. Like, it's like, how are we missing George Bush right yeah. now? Yeah, like, that's yeah. how bad it is. Yeah. You know. Um, do you think? What do you think is gonna happen, man? Do you think he makes it through? Do you think I he makes it four know. years? It's really tough to say. I think it's possible he can make it, but with all this investigation stuff, and I mean the constant, the constant spewing of of new yeah. things um, that's going wrong, it seems like he's he's. There's gonna, some rumble going on that on yeah. Monday Kushner goes down. Yeah, have you seen that? Well, I just heard that some Flynn, people are calling for that. Yeah, well, Kushner's I believe that down. didn't Flynn. Paul Ryan's about to bounce. Yeah, yeah he's about to re- retire, and. Uh, I heard that Flynn came like pleaded guilty or something like that. Yeah, Flynn pled guilty, mm-hmm. and that was like yeah. yesterday, right? No, Flynn pled Flynn pled guilty like two weeks ago. Mm. Well, because I, I was um, listening to NPR and I, was, I heard yeah, something but, about but there was there, a renewed development with that. Yeah, the, it, um, who man, who really even knows right now? But they're yeah. talking about it's uh, too much Manafort. Trump, Manafort yeah. like, holy fuck! And then they're talking about Trump being able to fire uh, Mueller, right? So and that's so so the conspiracy now is on Monday, they're taking Kushner. Mm -hmm. That's the that's the rumor right now. But what also they also say that once they take Kushner, Trump fires Mueller. Right. Once Trump fires Mueller, he gets impeached. Right. Yeah. I've I've I've, I didn't I heard didn't hear about Kushner, but I've I've have read that's speculation. By the way, like that's not a for sure thing. Obviously, there's nothing for sure right now. Yeah. You know. Uh, that's just a, it, anything yeah. could happen. Yeah, and I mean, I just want him gone because I don't want I don't want him representing me right, to right. the rest of the free world. <laughs> you right. know, like I don't I don't want people to associate oh. him with me. Oh, so you don't want Christmas? But <laughs> I love Christmas. <laughs> oh, I say Merry uh, I say not. Merry Christmas on this podcast, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> but um, whoa, <laughs> Brad Paisley. <laughs> but uh, uh, but man, what it, I don't know. It's. It's what happens after that, though? Who do you? Very confusing. Then you get Pence. <laughs> Fucking right. Uh, I don't know, man. I yeah. think if the hammer falls, it's gonna fall hard. I think, and Pence knows what's up. Yeah. You know, everyone's forgetting, can't recall all these meetings and things. But Mueller's investigation. If he gets, you know, if he gets the shit together and has solid evidence and can do something about it. We're all gonna go down. Yeah, you know, because Pence definitely knows. He knows what's up with Flynn. That it, that's true that, too. I didn't know? even think about that. If if Trump's if Trump goes down, then yeah. I would assume that probably yeah. Pence will as well. Yeah. Exactly. We'll just, and so it would be Trump, yeah. Pence, well, Paul then, Ryan, and then. Exactly. That's why it's weird. Yeah. Because Paul, Paul Ryan. Is if he's, if Paul yeah. Ryan is already talking about leaving, you that's, think he knows that 
That's what I'm saying. So he's then, like, I don't want to be ahead of it. And then I yeah. forget who I forget who's in the, the yeah. The it's next like okay after that. Dude, have you, have you seen have you seen the video on CNN of the guy who talks about? I put my uh, hand on the yeah. Bible and Most I saw it. He's like, he's like, oh. Can't put their hand on the Bible. Dude, yeah. I watched that. I was watching that live when it happened. Really? Kelby, really? Yeah, Kelby was, I never watched the news, very rarely. Yeah. Just recently, I started to watch it a little more because um, because I'm interested, I'm, I'm a little interested to see what's going to happen with all this. Yeah. So I'm sitting there. and I and I was uh, and, and I was, uh, I was enthralled by this whole Roy Moore, Doug Jones mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. Like, and the fact that a, the fact that a Democrat took the state of Alabama, yeah. is unreal. Yeah, the, just it's that fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm watching that, and then this guy comes on here, and Kelby, like, I think Kelby thought I was dying or something because I was in my living room, just fucking rolling. Like, I, like I was. Like rolling on the couch, like I haven't laughed that hard in so long, mm-hmm. and she's like, "What? What?" I was like, "You've got to watch this," and like I, I put her wine on the on the fucking DVR, mm-hmm. and she's just sitting there the whole time, just with her mouth open. She's like, "I cannot believe that like this guy is a an elect this guy. People elected this guy." Yeah, and uh, you know, with the Roy Moore thing, people are gonna elect a pedophile. But yeah. see that they think that's made up, and we have this whole fake news thing, and mm-hmm. you know, or it's like, hey, Mary was like fourteen when God fucked her, so uh, you know, what's the big deal? <laughs> like, that's you know, it's that, a natural. Oh, oh, someone did actually say that. Yeah, yeah, um, right. That's what it? I'm saying. I mean, not in those words, uh, but oh, I forget who. But it whatever was. it is, look, I'm thirty. I'm thirty-one years old. It was different times. If I was in that, like he was like 30, 32 when when this was going on, talking about 14, 15 year old girls. Mm. If I, I mean, if you fucked a fourteen year old, you'd well, no, in jail. not not fucked not like, fucked a fourteen year old, but if I was like, like pursuing fourteen year old girl, like, hey, oh, you're so pretty, let's hang out, like that's creepy as fuck, <laughs> yeah. And that shit was the best to me, seeing that he's like, I don't know any of these people. I've never met any of them. And uh, and then this chick comes out with like, oh, yeah, you remember signing my goddamn yearbook? And his, his signature is like super like, like, whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. it's like uniquely like Roy Moore. Like, to a sweeter rose, there would be not more a kiss or some shit like that. Yeah. And he's like, Roy Moore. And, and it's like, oh, oops. And then like people voted for that guy. You know, and that's what I'm saying with, with people. Um, I think when you get to a point where you're like, all oh, people that voted for Trump are racist and all this or that, and all this, it's like, no, it, it's not, it's not l- like that. And I feel like it's too, things are too divisive by, by just sticking to a side and then just going gungs and ho, mm-hmm. you know, with far left and, and like far right or right or whatever it is. People cut off. I, I wonder discourse. if that. Ex- yeah. I wonder if you lose that excuse though. Like I, okay, I voted for Trump. Uh, okay, you're, it's you're not Alabama Hillary. because I it's voted not Hillary. for Hillary because it's not Trump. Yeah, but I you wonder. Know? I wonder these people I in Alabama. I voted Hillary. I, was, I, I voted for Roy Moore because he's not a Democrat. But, Doug, but the thing is, yeah, Doug Jones doesn't have the baggage that Hillary had, so that that excuse right. is not valid anymore. Well, well that's why he no, won. Just did it because stayed home. They stayed home. Yeah. Just that. It's Democrat. It's yeah. Republican it's an and Democrat. R-R-D. They they vote, yeah. they vote red. Right. That's, that's their thing. Yeah. yeah. Except for what was it like ten thousand people that voted Nick Saban? So yeah, they did the right end. Yeah. He got one point five percent. I thought that was an onion article. No, that's real. No, because they gave him the whole the no, whole write in. No, that's real. 
That's fucking real. Saving it was on like Bleacher Report and everything. I knew he got some. I didn't think he actually got that many. Yeah, I that's did. crazy. <laughs> Nick Saban got one point five percent of the vote in Alabama. <laughs> hey. Yeah. How fucked they up are people, guy. man? I mean, hey, they love football, man. Come on. Because well, they're the Wakamba. Roll Tide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait till they find out that Nick Saban's a Democrat. <laughs> Imagine what would happen. What would happen to Alabama football if Nick Saban came out as a as a Democrat? Uh, they'd forgive him, I think. He's, he's, oh. he's if he won a championship, <laughs> they'd be like, all right, maybe we should give this Democrat thing a try. It seemed to work for old Nick. Mr. Saban. Coach did it. Look at him. They just won. Uh, Maybe that's the way to do it. I help. I uh, sports. I helped little Dave write a bit one time. Uh, um, the state of Alabama, uh, interracial marriage was illegal until the year two thousand. What? Think about that. No, 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 no. I swear to true. God, look it up. It's nineteen sixty. It was nineteen sixty-seven. No, inter. Hey, Shane, look up interracial marriage out of the state of Alabama. Hold on. I'm, see, this is even a Fox News source. Thousands cast right in votes for Nick Saban. Yeah. What's on Fox News is definitely mm, real news real. then. I, I believe it was 1967. Shane, will you look that up? Yes. Like maybe some, like one of those, you can't uh, you can't have ice cream. Uh, interracial marriage, Alabama. Oh, it was uh, 2000. Yeah, uh, it was 2000. Three. No, I think it was 2000. Or 2000. Look, just that, look it up. Like, you got a fucking That can't iPad. be possible. That can't be possible because people were definitely getting married interracially. Yeah, yeah. Right. But their excuse is we didn't enforce it. But it was right. still in their law books. Yeah. I got you. It was a tribute. Yeah. I did it as a tribute question. But I thought yeah. federally in 1967 is when it. Yeah, but in state law. State in law Alabama state matter. law. Let's just look, look it up. But doesn't federal law trump state law? Depends. Uh, a lot of times. Yeah. But. Uh, I mean, didn't you know, that lady just, that wouldn't marry the gay dudes. Uh, it's. <laughs> Go to jail. I would I would probably um, I would probably compare it to like marijuana laws right now, uh, even though uh, the state of California it's marijuana no, no way dude but There's it's still no, federal if you're because marriage is a lifelong bond you know what I mean oh That's, I'm not com- I'm not comparing the two things in that way no, I'm comparing not, the way they would enforce the laws but, but what I'm saying is like enforcing laws would be like oh you got caught with some weed uh, we were not going to do anything about it mm. there's no paperwork there's nothing going on but someone's like this man and this woman and we're making legally legal documents that are apparently illegal mm-hmm. where we are so that you know what I'm saying that's that's the difference of a lot of the line of of like marijuana laws versus yeah, November 2000 Alabama became the last state to overturn a law banning interracial marriage so think about that yeah uh, think about that yeah. you're you're in, you're you're probably just in high school at that time mm-hmm. the year 2000 right yeah. you're probably like a freshman or Ninth something grade, like that yeah yeah in the state of Alabama there was still a law that said that white people weren't allowed to marry black people in the year 2000. Yeah. Um, but but anyway, like I was saying, there was a, we had a bid on that. But uh, So basically, uh, a black guy could win a Heisman, but couldn't break a white girl's hymen. We ended up writing that, writing that bit, but that just blew my mind. Because like, that's in it my seems lifetime. It like a thing that just, yeah, but... 40% of Alabamians voted to keep the ban in place. Yeah, man, wow. Alabama, y'all racist as hell, man. Y'all racist wow. as hell. Wow, 40, so that so that went on a ballot. Yeah. That had to go on a ballot to be overturned. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Doesn't and 40% me, look, of the people kept it. Well, wanted to, yeah. The thing that, that, I'm, that, that I don't get is, you know, these people out there that are on the, you know, left or social justice warrior side of things, is they're acting like, what you think? You didn't think racist people were still around? You know, they're like, oh, there's KKK and there's neo Nazis. Like, yeah, 
Where do you think these people like went? You know, they're they're yeah they're they're like their numbers are dwindling. You know, well and maybe now rising because of all this bullshit. But but people are like so shocked. They're like racism is race real racists are still out there. Like yeah, and mm. just like if you if if, if like the thing is they stayed in the fucking woods. You know, uh, and burning their crosses and shit. Like, nobody, everyone thought KKK was gone, yeah. you know? And now it's like, the KKK is coming to take over again. It's like, really? <laughs> Are they? Uh? It's not, racism is not going to become, like, back into mainstream. Yeah. You know, these stupid idiot people are going to, you know, probably create more stupid people. But I feel like generation to generation, people get more understanding. Mm. Even from, like, us to our parents to our parents and their parents. Yeah. And you can go back farther than that. It's like, yeah, everybody was racist. You know, you're at great, great, you're at great, great grandparent level. Those motherfuckers were all racist, you know, black yeah. and white segregation, you know, it's a totally different time. So, um, it doesn't surprise me that 40% and that's whoever 40% actually voted in the you year. Know? Cause with this record, with this record, um, or this Roy Moore election, um, they broke record numbers of black vote, mm-hmm. you know, because, uh, and that's the thing. It's like black people get out and vote. They're going to win that shit, you know? And, and, uh, because they were like, fuck Roy Moore, they showed out and, and won the shit, yeah. you know? But see, um, but that was like a, a big deal, uh, election versus this black and whites, Marriage law, however publicized that is, and the people that are going to know about it and vote on it, it's going to be some forty percent of you know. It's like yeah, these numbers crazy. aren't. Yeah. I feel like they're skewed. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. stats are always fucked up. Uh, I, mean, I mean, either way, that stat is that forty percent of the people that came out to vote voted against it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whether or not that stat is skewed or or who the voting population was on yeah. that sample. Uh, I still feel like that's an unacceptable. <laughs> I mean, but look, man, it's Alabama. I'm not trying yeah. to talk to you about Alabama, but what do you expect down there? <clears throat> yeah. Well, it's also we're very young getting out of even. Uh, hey, let the... bygones be bygones, <laughs> man. <laughs> but I think about it. So that's 2000. That's what we're talking 40, 50 years since you know uh, civil rights movement even started. Mm. You know, I mean, that's still a very short amount of time, uh, given like the complete institutionalized racism as right. a whole. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we're progressing in the right way. Uh, it's when, d- time. Dude, it's never been <laughs> as, as bad and horrible as things sound or, or look like they are on the internet. It's never been, it's never been better for anyone if you, to be gay, to be black, yeah, exactly. to be a woman, to be anything. Um, yeah, we're not there yet. We're not, we're not close to all the way there yet. But yo, it's fucking way better than it has ever been ever in the history of the world to be anything that was, you know, um, oppressed in the past. It's in race, gender, sexuality. Like I remember even when I was like in junior high, you go back and look at like Saturday night lives and how people portrayed gay people. Mm -hmm. You know, it was just flamingly gay and everyone said that's gay or if you're fag or mm. whatever and everyone's like yeah fuck gay people you know I mean well not not really but like yeah. everyone's like yeah that's the gay was there. Or, or if someone called you 
like you're a faggot. You're like like you're like no, I'm not. <laughs> you know, someone's the guys made it, one, wants to call me that now. I'm like, okay, like yeah. is this supposed to hurt my feelings? Is it this being gay? Is that I don't give a shit. No, be gay. Me, if you you calling me gay doesn't doesn't make me angry. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's be like you're you're a girl. I'm like, ah, right, good one. Yeah. <laughs> so it's strange. Yeah. Uh, do you watch South Park at all? Oh, not not lately. Watcher? Not lately. No. They have Mr. Garrison is Trump. Uh, so that's been uh, it's been pretty good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jack and crack. <laughs> Jack and crack. <laughs> anyway, well, shit, man. Uh, thank you for coming in. Yeah, thank man. For wis- for visiting the Wim T podcast. Yeah, and enjoyed uh, it. Uh, we'll be. Uh, Thanks for having me. We're gonna be doing. Uh, we're gonna be doing a little show at Funky's tonight too. We're gonna do our first like remote kind of thing. Uh, so, Looking forward so to that. You can swing by and say what's up real quick on there, man. Uh, oh yeah. So what? Uh, anything else that, uh, that that you want to throw out there real quick, man? Like you got any shows coming up? Nope. Uh, even no, I'm working. Anything, I'm working you know? on my record. You know, new songs, new uh, record. Yeah, new songs, new record. That's that's my main priority right now. Yeah. And uh, behind bars podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, or if you search just behind bars uh, on mm-hmm. iTunes, Stitcher, uh, any minute, what are you? Yeah, you SoundCloud. Are you, are you SoundCloud. running your RSS feed yeah, through, through SoundCloud? SoundCloud. Yeah. yeah, cool. Yeah, right on. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate yeah, man. Thanks for in, having dude. me. Later, man.